Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. This week we cover 1978's The Evil. Nobody ever suspected what ancient terror slept beneath the Vargas house. The story gets started about any old house that's been vacant for a while. What kind of stories? Oh, just the stories. Just old wives' tales. Look out! Terror that turns laughter into screams. Loving pets into killers. For the house belongs to the evil. Disturb not he who is here held in chains. The house was very evil. It's the evil, not just evil. It's like when they did make the distinction of the Batman, because there are so many other Batman characters, apparently. I don't understand. Anyhow. The evil, which would make it... If someone told me the evil, I would think the ultimate evil, the main evil, which... This was evil, but I wouldn't say it was the ultimate evil. It was more just kind of pissy and hateful. Incorrect, sir. Did you even see the movie? Spoiler oh, alert. We're going to, because it, it's not a spoiler. The movie was 1978. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. If you did watch it, then you know what we're talking about. That The whole, the person, well, not I'm going to say person. The devil is fucking underground in the house. He's the ultimate evil. So what are you talking about? It's the devil. Did, did you see this devil, though? He really wasn't all that intimidating. He was wearing a solid white suit. That suit cost $1,000 in reality for him to have that suit. It was $1,000 white suit. It was I, the whitest of suits. That's why it cost so much money. First of all, I feel like the devil would be a much more, I don't know, intimidating looking guy. This looked like the guy that runs the key uh, department at Ace Hardware just came down and wore the suit. He's the devil that is living, quote unquote, in this castle that's being haunted by a civil war ghost 
if the if he's not wearing a white suit in the fucking south what is he doing he's he's trying to be fucking the colonel like right now i don't say so he's the colonel sanders devil yes he's the devil in the south wait isn't that a book (laughs) it might be (laughs) the jesus (laughs) what the biggest star of the film is the montezumi castle the actual castle where they filmed this film uh very low budget film they probably were able to rent this for like chump change because the castle had been like abandoned and totally jacked up by assholes for like so long like years and years and years so which they even mentioned in the movie so i feel like they were kind of just lazy and were like Let's just write the history of this mansion as the fucking history that we actually filmed the place at. Let's just do it that way. It'll be easier. Like that other movie that we saw with the guy that was going around killing all the women. The guy that got his hair caught on fire in the dance floor. Uh, Yes. Don't go in the house. Don't go in the house. Yes. That that, um, whole house was like an actual historical house. Yeah. It's like a historical society uh, place now. But they, you know, at the time it was just abandoned. So the Matsuzumi Castle, Zuma Castle, is ninety thousand square feet. It has four hundred rooms. Wow! And ironically, it's located in Las Vegas, New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was a Las Vegas, New Mexico. I thought there was only one Las Vegas. In a Queen Anne style, this Matsuzumi Castle could be yours, rented for five hundred dollars a week. Wow. Probably that's probably how much it cost in 1978. In 1978, it probably cost like uh, $100. Bu- yeah, 100 bucks a week easily. <laughs> Which at the time was like you were mad rich if you were earning $100 a week. Because that place looks so dilapidated and like it's falling down. Like there's one scene where uh, part of the ceiling falls on Richard Crenna's head. And I really questioned whether or not that was actually in the script or if it just happened because this place looked like it was falling down. There was no fucking CGI, okay? This Everything was shot in camera, all the crazy shit they did, even like to the point where one girl's getting thrown around in the room and you can see like the string like holding her, like pulling yeah. her. <laughs> um, so that shit was real. He really got... All that shit on his head. Because it's... It, like you said, there's no way you can fake that. I mean, I guess it's they just like dropped foam it his, bricks. They just dropped... It was just wood plank. It was just yeah. like wood paneling and stuff that just dropped on his head. So they really dropped it on his head. But I'm just saying, did it... Was it supposed to happen? Or did the fucking house just fall in around him? Because it looked pretty suspicious. Did I tell you there's a Civil War ghost whose name is Emilio in this fucking movie? And <laughs> he looks like a walking marshmallow? <laughs> Because there is. There's a fucking Civil War ghost, okay? Okay, we should probably explain what this movie's about. Loosely what it's about, because I'm not sure it knew what it was about. (laughs) It knew what it was about. It was about a big-ass fucked up house in the the South with the devil living downstairs in the basement. (laughs) But was it in the South? We're going to say it's in the South because how the Civil War ghost, he was like, ah, I died in the Civil War, but then I'm just going to float away to another country. I'm in like fucking... In the state, you mean? You know? Well, no, but, but you said, are you sure that he's in the Civil War? <laughs> he's in the South. I automatically thought he was like in Honduras. Like he was no, in another country. No, I'm about the... He could have been in Virginia, I guess. Yeah. Fine. Fine. But it's the Colonel Sanders 
like white suit that throws me off that makes me think that he's in the south no no i'm just saying i didn't realize that the house of this was supposed to be in the south because i don't really remember him saying but they they might have i just didn't remember no i don't think they say either they just mentioned that it's a civil war ghost they make a mention of it several times throughout the film it's very important for you to know it's a civil war ghost <laughs> and the house was the valley of the devils built over a funeral, like a cemetery, yeah, and uh, some hot no, springs. No, 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 no. Right? No, no. It wasn't over a cemetery. It was over an Indian burial ground. Oh no! Wait, are you sure about that? Okay, yes. so it's we have some poltergeist shit going on. Pre poltergeist. No, no, poltergeist wasn't over an Indian burial ground. It was over a cemetery. Yes, it wasn't an Indian burial ground. <laughs> Everyone just assumes that because of the Indian guy who's in part two. No, no. But anyhow. In the film, they mention that the house that they're buying. So this couple are, is they're trying to find a, a, a you know, big house because they're a psychiatrist and they are running. Well, he's a psychiatrist. She's a regular medical doctor. Oh, that's right. Which let me just tell you, if you are a modern woman, and you're watching this film you're gonna be mad if you feel triggered about certain things all the women in this movie are undercredited none of the men believe anything they're saying and they're and they're like always like ugh, like what are you talking about they practically you can see it in their eyes that they're just like ugh, these bitches throughout the whole movie they're just exasperated with the women the whole time uh they're doing like a rehab they want to make a rehab center and they invite, they buy the house um, for like dirt cheap. And like you do because, you know, the fucking thing is haunted. And they have like a whole tour of the house. Yeah. And I love how the guy tells them, oh, yeah, there's supposed to be a caretaker out here taking care of it. But he's drunk. He doesn't show up a lot. And he's terribly unreliable. You might want to fire him or you might want to keep him on. It's up to you, really. Yeah. They're like, I don't think you're going to keep him. That's what he says. I don't think you're going to keep him on. His name is Sam. Okay. Let's put a name to his and he's a drunk. Uh, and he's like the guy in the film. I thought he was going to be the one that was going to be running around being like, this house is haunted. This it's place evil. Is cursed, cursed. He dies right off the bat. Immediately. Yeah, he dies. But what use did he have beside dying? Which crazy is he's been taking care of this property for like ever for like, what was it? How long had it been? I think they said 10 or 15 years. A fuck long time. And no point did anyone try to kill him until, well, some shit happens. And then I guess it was resurrects the evil. And well, then, no, he died before all that. He died at the very beginning before the people even moved in and did anything. So that was my question, too, is why did it not bother him for all these years? And then all of a sudden, I guess it like it knew people were moving in and it was like, oh, shit, I got to hurry up and kill this guy. That's true. You just fucking pu- pulled the plot point right there because... The devil makes it a point to tell the psychiatrist guy that it was his fault. He's the one that triggered the whole fucking thing to start the evil to get released. And it's all his fault. But he hadn't even done anything. He wasn't even in the house yet yet. when the freaking guy gets. So who killed the guy? That's what I need to know. Maybe it was the real estate agent. No, you saw like the, like, we already said spoilers, but once again, spoilers. Yeah, you saw the guy, the caretaker, go downstairs. He hears a noise. He goes down there. He opens the furnace. The furnace just burns him alive. 
and then somehow later he ends up in a box upstairs in the kitchen. They That's didn't true. really explain how any of that happened. So who put him in the box? He just crawled to the box. box. Did he crawled to the box, die, close it in behind him real quick. I mean, I, it was really that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for a guy dying that's on fire. Also, if you are a fan of horror films, you may think, "Hey, this is kind of familiar." And the Beyond, which didn't come out until 1981. So there, and this movie's from 78. So he must have really liked this movie because literally the same fucking thing happens in the beginning of that movie. The person goes down to like the cellar or whatever, the basement. Some shit happens. They catch fire. Like they, and they die. The person dies down there. Um, and then their bodies later revealed. Yeah. But so they all, you know, they're going to make this place into the rehab center and they get all their friends and former patients to come out and help them. And it's a motley crew of people. My favorite guy is Sailor Pants. <laughs> he has the craziest Sailor Pants. He's freaking magical. Yeah, he and these pants, let me tell you, they leave nothing to the imagination. This guy, first of all, does not wear underwear. Secondly, I might be able to draw his dick from memory. These pants were so tight. <laughs> and... Then you've got like the, you know, there's the one woman that she's dressed like freaking uh, Pam Greer in, uh, I can't think of that coffee, one of those like that. She's got like the trench coat and everything. She looks like she's about ready to bust out like a whip a machine gun out from under the coat and do, you know, start some shit. But my favorite is the guy that shows up that's the carpenter, that he looks like a cross between McCready from The Thing and Bandit from Smokey and the Bandit. I don't know where they found him, but he was like, he came walking out and I'm like, oh my God, he looks like Bandit wearing the McCready hat. It's a low budget film, so everyone came dressed in, in their own clothes. I'm sure they probably did. So now let's just take one little step back into the tour that we were discussing. I feel like when the real estate agent tells you that there's a Civil War ghost or someone died um, in the house and it was a Civil War because the whole house has a history. He gives a history of the house when he's like going and touring them. And then there's a scene a little while after where you hear a noise and you see the fucking ghost or you see something askew. This is the time that you are like, yeah, we are not getting this house. But like in all things, people love bargains and they're just like, that's fine. I'm getting this house for dirt cheap. So I'll just deal with this fucking ghosting later. Yeah, they didn't seem all, she didn't seem all that concerned with it. She was like, "Mm, I'm pretty sure I saw a glowing ghost walking around, but nah, it couldn't have been. And then when they go outside and then there's the like statue, like a gravestone looking like monument, maybe with a like creepy devil on top of it like he's got his hands kind of like a gesture under his chin like mm-hmm, yeah i'm the devil it's this weird demon and it's like he who lives here is shackled forever and all this weird inscription i'd be like yeah i don't think we should take this place it doesn't seem like a good idea especially because we're gonna have people rehabilitating yeah that's not you know someone's gonna come in with some fucking shrooms they're gonna trip out like you know there's always gonna be a person that's gonna slip up they're going to trip out. We got crazy looking devilish gargoyles and like all kinds of other statues and shit around the house. No. And they fucking move. Just like taunting style. They freaking move. Yeah. And of course she sees the, the wife sees the statue move. 
she's like, holy shit, did you see that? The statue just moved. And like in all horror movies, when they look back, it's back in its normal place. Just like, oh yeah, I didn't do anything. And the psychiatrist, okay, looks over to his uh, doctor girlfriend is like, mm-hmm, sure it did, honey. Sure it did. Here's some value. Yeah. Also, at this point, we might want to mention that uh, if you're triggered by pet deaths in this movie, yeah, the dog doesn't make it through this movie. You don't really see it die, but you know that it's dead. I totally forgot there was a dog in the film until you brought it up again. Yeah, they're in the house for all of five minutes before the dog is like, oh, I sense Satan in the basement. Runs downstairs and immediately starts digging into the dirt floor. And after he digs for a little while, he, of course, gets immediately possessed, becomes, you know, Bitey McBiterson to everyone. And... That's when Richard Crenna, as he's looking down there, is like, oh, look, the dog started digging something up. What did he dig up? Oh, it's this weirdly ornate crucifix that's holding two doors shut. I'll just take that out. So he pulls that out, brings it upstairs, and then like two seconds later, the freaking gate to hell opens up because, of course, why wouldn't you take that? I would see that shit and immediately be like, oh, no. First of all, if we weren't put off from before... We definitely need to leave that shit in place and let's pour some concrete over it so nobody fucks with it. But yeah, that's how the whole thing starts because this asshole pulls away the obvious, you know, barrier to Satan. Leave a note, maybe. (laughs) Um, Maybe some hieroglyphics on the fucking wall. Something. Something to indicate do not, but you can't just put like do not open because people are just going to open it. You got to do like the whole full fucking explanation of what the fuck is going down there. And there was so much going on there. It does have, I don't know if it's because the house had so many rooms and that's what made it evil. Like why did the devil decide this is going to be the way to get into hell or this is going to be one of the like ways to get in. Um, I I don't know why he chose that house. I guess maybe there's just a lot of souls that could, like if you have 200 rooms, that's 200 souls that you can have people come in and stay in. You think he would have waited then until the rehab center was full. Yeah, I guess. He was bored, like they like they do. Yeah, th- that part of the film doesn't make any sense, but it does. it's one of those things where it's just like someone fucks something up and unleashes something, and now here we are, you know, low-budget film. Everyone's stuck in this house now, and now we have to deal with what's going on. And well, they did come up with at least a different reason, like, you know, because the, the thing in all the haunted house movies is why don't they just fucking leave? This one, once the evil is unleashed, there's a huge fucking earthquake, and then every door and window in the place slams shut and locks, and they can't open them. They try, like, smashing them with chairs. They try prying them open. The one guy eventually tries to get a saw and cut the door open with it. That doesn't work out well for anyone. Uh, yeah, at least they show us a reason on this one that, like, they just didn't get out and get in the car and get the fuck out of there. Now, what's interesting to me about that part of the movie that you just said where the guy's trying to saw the door open and then he... Like he's saw, he's trying to saw the door, the the psychiatrist is like watching him do it, and it's like oh okay okay to keep trying you know to like get it open, and then you pan over again and you watching him and he's sawing his hand. That part I thought is the house alive because like is the devil or the evil within the walls like 
not obviously a living person, but is it living to some extent where it feels pain because it did not appreciate you trying to fucking (laughs) saw its way through its doors and now it's making you do that on your hand? So that kind of like the house was alive and did have its own thing because it did protect itself. Now, whether it was because it didn't want anyone to leave for whatever reason that was about, or it just was like, no, you're in here. You're going to deal with it, but don't fucking touch me. Don't like piss on my wall. Cause I'm going to cut your dick off or some shit. Yeah. Cause it does. It is very defensive. The house is very defensive. Yeah. And at one point they tried to like, they go up top where there's like a door flapping open. that didn't slam. They get up onto a roof area where there's an open area that you could climb down. They try to climb down using some cables and, that's when the guy gets struck by lightning and set on fire and falls to his death. Then that's apparently when the stuntman guy actually got burned, which it's a pretty intense burn effect. So you can see where he probably got his face burned on that wire because the whole wire lights up and you know burst into flame. Yeah, it is a pretty intense scene. Everyone that dies in the house dies a terrible death. Like they're they're electrocuted, they're hung. You know, there's just intent. Oh, there's a dog attack. Like, yeah, that's how the. Oh, we gotta talk about the dog attack. The first time that the dog attacks someone and it comes running down the hall and attacks them, they thought, you know what, make a great sound effect for that? The Tie Fighter noise from Star Wars. (laughs) So you hear the Tie Fighter sound from Star Wars of them like flying by. You hear that when the dog jumps on the woman. I was I had walked to the kitchen to grab something and as I had my back turned I'm like wait did you just fucking put on Star Wars because I just heard a fucking TIE fighter go by it's clear as fucking day we would definitely be putting that up on the Instagram on our Instagram page so you can hear that clip because it is wild I was like what the fuck is going on this was in 78 so I wonder if there was like a library that they had of sounds that they stole from or if they just said oh fuck it let's just take the sound from star wars see if anybody notices but yeah it it gets mentioned online a lot i looked and i don't know why you would do that like the dog is not running that fast the dog is not like you know super speed or anything so you know like trying to like show speed or i don't know it was very strange um it is very strange and it's just totally out of context and it's not one of those where like you have to play it like over and over again to try to hear it it's like i said it is very very clear i do love all the in-camera effects in the film um the slamming doors the windows all of that that was pretty neat i mean i there's that one scene i mean if you're gonna be like really analyzing every single scene but that one scene where you can see like the woman being what i mentioned earlier her being pulled around but it, everything looks pretty good, and it's very v- believable. Yeah, there's a great scene where one of the women is in the room alone, and like the ghost just, uh, it's uh, one of those crazy, I was like, oh God, is this going to be like the entity? Like the ghost just starts ripping, or whatever it is, starts ripping her clothes off, and you just see the clothes get ripped off on camera. It's not like they cut away or anything. They did a good job of like just, I'm, I'm sure the clothes were just tear away, but they just whip the clothes off of her and then throw her onto the bed, and she's being slammed up and down onto the bed by this ghost, and... It looks very convincing and very disturbing. Yeah, it is very disturbing. I was thinking, oh shit, we're going to have an entity scene here because that was pretty wild. But 
we thankfully it, it was very it got me very anxious because i didn't know what was happening yeah and i was like what kind of ghost is this ghost like what is this ghost up to the only thing worse than a regular rape scene in the movie is a ghost rape scene yeah ghost rape scene i mean just i, I don't even know how to even address that but <laughs> that's not good times but yeah they fortunately that cuts off before it gets real bad and yeah the movie kind of goes on for a little bit with you know everybody's trying to get out people getting hurt and the, the they're just stacking the bodies up in the one room like you do you know no issues there no one seems to be too concerned we threw a sheet over them it's fine well there's 200 rooms so they're just like oh just pick a room and throw in there we have a hundred and 199 rooms because in the film there's 200 rooms but in actuality there's 400 rooms wow. um the scene where we have the earthquake and everyone is, you know, acting and tumbling around the earthquake. There's a scene where there's three characters in the kitchen. The one guy, like, in the middle gets... He, over actor guy? Over actor guy. It's like, guy, it already happened. The, the scene is already about to cut away into the next room of people. And he decides, you know what? Let me go for another tumble flip. On yeah. the opposite side. <laughs> I, I, I've seen, I've never been in an earthquake, but I've seen video and I've never seen an earthquake that was so intense it caused someone to do a flip in the air. <laughs> Throws him in the air and he does a flip and then lands. <laughs> I'm like, wait. He's like, you know what? My gymnastics teacher is going to be so proud of me. Is I'm this... going to throw this fucking tumble in here and it's going to be great. <laughs> what kind of earthquake was this? I mean, it was pretty, it must have been a hell of a quake. It was earth moving. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one alone. Uh, you know, there's this is a, one of those films that you just, it's good times. I did not expect anything that I saw. There were some pretty fucking funny ass scenes in the film. I mean, it was just classic 70s. It did have for me a very made for TV film um, like feel to it. But that's because it is a, it is a low budget horror film. Yeah, nothing too crazy graphic really happens in it. I mean, you never see any, there's no real nudity. And the, I mean, you see the one guy cut his hand with a saw, but it's not like, there's a little bit of blood, but it's not too crazy. Some of the acting is just bad. And then the what makes, what puts the stamp, okay, of the made-for-TV movie feel is the terrible fucking soap opera music. Okay, that yeah. kills it. I feel like when you have a horror movie, you shouldn't have like, I just like douched for the first time and my vagina's feeling fresh music. Music That music should not be in any scene in a horror film. Yeah, it, it was very much like they just went to the music library and found like some old records at the time. They were like, oh, here we go. Just throw this on. It's fine. Yeah, the, it's just, you know, and you have, there's no relationship we're going to have with any of the characters. I mean, the two main characters would be the psychiatrist and his wife or his girlfriend, whoever the fuck she is. And, you know, the Civil War goes because he's in throughout the whole film. He's doing all kinds of things in the house. Hey, another, <laughs> another guy in a white suit. But he doesn't really help him that much. He doesn't, and it's it was so confusing to me because it was like, did he do some of this shit, or was it all the devil? And if it was all the devil, then what was the what was the civil? Like you said, he didn't do shit. What did the civil the Civil War guy just came and said you shouldn't have done that, (laughs) and then disappeared. He showed him his journal, which I love. They made a ginormous 
book for his journal and then like one page has writing on it oh okay i guess he really needed that giant book for that he went to the civil war shop and bought the journal then next he wrote in it entry one next day he got killed it was just like (laughs) but it was entry one but it was like three quarters of the way through the book before they found it so i don't know what the fuck he was doing like i don't want to put it on the first page i'm gonna put it like somewhere like in the middle ish so you have to like find it because it's a secret apparently apparently yeah (laughs) i just love that he you know that's really all he does is he he shows him his journal and then like it says oh okay we have to you know put that thing back to seal the devil around that that cross is what we need let's find that cross what do we do with that again do we just throw that down somewhere yeah we did the dog buried it. So they have to go find the thing. And it, yeah, it was crazy. And then, uh, of course, that's when the devil's like, oh, no, they found the journal. It makes the book burst into flames. Yeah. And Which you'd think he would have known that was there immediately and burned it before they got to it. I don't know. It's the the plot wasn't really all there. I felt like there was just so they many were plot holes. They, went. they were just like, you know what? Let's just do this we've already paid the thousand dollars for this white suit we gotta do something with it (laughs) we've already bought the suit for the devil and we've paid the hundred bucks a week to rent the house so it said it was shot in like 30 days so they probably cost them a whole four hundred dollars to rent this location yeah 30 days you know what else was made in less than 30 days fucking halloween and that movie is fantastic yeah so it just goes to show you it matters who you've got behind the camera because this guy was not up to con carpenter level he definitely was that that would you know what that would have been a totally different movie i need to see that movie oh i guess technically that would be that movie that i don't like that much the one where they're stuck in the prison uh no it'd be more like a prince of darkness i think oh yeah yeah touche touche definitely prince of darkness which is basically john carpenter's assault on precinct 13 but with demons yeah 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 if you like this film i think that you or if you have never seen this film and have no plans to see this film but want some recommendations (laughs) i would recommend the beyond or the the gate because they're both they're both films where it's a one location kind of thing like the main shit people are stuck in a situation where they cannot leave and some shit happens and it's blown out I think Rose Red would be better too. I know you don't like that one, but the Stephen King miniseries, that's all pretty much in the one house. And yeah, I like that one pretty well. And that's way better than this. The Haunting, the 1999 version. Is it 99? Yeah, it's 99. Uh, that movie is terrible. But do not watch that movie. But watch if you watch that movie, get drunk and then have like, you know, like a drinking game and then like have a good time. Yeah, because that's the only way you'll enjoy that or this one, really. I was sober for this and I regretted it. You're sober for every movie. Uh, definitely The Gate, if I had to choose. I love The the Beyond is very the fuck out there, but it's just there's so many different things which we did cover this film. So go back into our catalog and listen to what we have to say about that film. Uh, but definitely, um, I really love The Gate. It's such a fun childhood film for me. I would say that would be one of the films that you can use as a gate, like a introduction to horror because yeah. there isn't anything too graphic and it's fun and... Even though the dead dog just mom scene is so sad. It's just basically any excuse not to talk about this movie. Wow. Well, <laughs> I give this uh, one and a half stars of nice. knives. God damn, yeah. baby. It's been I like know. two years now. I don't, don't even ask me what I was thinking. I was actually thinking about like ninja stars 
for some reason, but knives. One and a half knives. Yeah, I'm going to go one knife on it. Damn, one knife. Shit, that's fucking And I'm the lenient one around here, remember? That's true. That's true. I'm giving the one and a half because it was very fucking... It was fun. Um, the There's all kinds of crazy shit happening in the movie. The kills were cool. And, um, you know, you got to have that whole tie fighting sound scene. That just <laughs> makes the fucking movie right there. You're like, oh, I'm going to put another Fantastic movie. I'm going to throw some Star Wars in because I'm feeling like watching that after this. Because I don't even know how the fuck that snuck in there. I need to know the history of how that fucking sound got in this damn movie. Yeah, because that makes no sense. I can't imagine that Lucas didn't immediately sue them. Well, this is on Blu-ray and everything. So I wonder if they removed it from it when it's on Blu-ray. Maybe. The chick is running down the hall. Okay, you'll see this on the Instagram post. She's running down the hall, waving like the dog. Why do we need to even have any crazy sounds? It should just be the clops of her fucking clogs or whatever the fuck she's wearing. And the dog feet coming behind her. And the dog feet. That's it. You know, let's not put any other crazy noise in there. Because it is, it's, there's a whole bunch of sounds mixed in with that sound. But that one sticks out the most. Yeah, because you've heard that one so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us once again. And stay tuned to the horror. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.